The contents of the Simple Blessings in Oil podcast, including the information contained in text or audio or other content, is offered on an informational basis only. No content is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should always seek the advice and guidance of a qualified medical professional before changing or making any adjustment to any medical or treatment protocol you are currently using. These products have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to treat or prevent disease. In each audio, remedies or oils are recommended. We are not claiming that the product will cure any of these problems or disorders. We are merely reporting that people have used the product to aid these conditions. This is the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to Simple Blessings and Oils. This is your host, Amanda Phila. I'm a crunchy mom who loves God, my family, essential oils, and simple ways to healthier living. Hello and welcome to Simple Blessings and Oils podcast. This is Amanda Phila. Today I'm excited to talk about pregnancy and essential oils. This is a podcast number four. And you can find the show notes at www.simpleblessingsandoils.com. Like normal, I do have many children, so sometimes you're going to hear them in the background, but hopefully they can be quiet for a short period of time. So today we're going to talk a little bit about pregnancy. This is going to be part one in a series dealing with pregnancy, birth, and beyond, um, Most people love oils, are willing to use them up until they are pregnant. Then they hesitate. They question, are they safe? Will they cause issues? What about using them during delivery? And about, you know, what about using them once baby is here and born? Are they safe for babies? So we're going to, like I said, touch on all of those areas over the next few weeks. But today we're going to talk a little bit more about the pregnancy um, aspect of using essential oils. So I get lots of questions on how I've used them, and I'm here to say that after much research and questions myself, that I'm not here to treat, diagnose, or prescribe, but instead to share tips on things that I have used or learned through the years um, of using essential oils myself. I'm also not a doctor or a midwife. Any statements or claims um, have not been evaluated by the FDA and are only meant to share information and encourage further research or discussion. So with that being said, I also want to state that the only oils that I am talking about when I talk about essential oils in this class or in this podcast are Young Living Essential Oils. These are the oils I have chosen to use for me and my family because they, from my research and what I've looked into are the purest essential oils out there. Between the fact that they own and manage their own farms as well as their patented seed to seal promise, these are the only oils that I'm talking about um, for personal use and what I've used and tried. So if you choose other oils, I cannot guarantee that you will have the same results or that they will work in the same way. So let's talk about application. So when we talk about application, um, during pregnancy or when we're trying to get pregnant, the feet are a great location for application since they happen to be one of the safest and most effective areas of application on our body in general. They have over 2,000 pores on the feet and they actually go to every system in our body. 
So it makes it a quick, easy way or a quick, easy place for us to apply the essential oils. Um, same thing when we're talking about babies and children, especially when they're first getting started. This is just a quick, easy way to apply them. And I highly encourage that you um, look up the VitaFlex charts on your feet, and that way you can see all the systems in our body on our the bottoms of your feet. Um, when we're talking about fertility for men and women, uh, the in, inner and outer ankle also have a VitaFlex area on them that um, when we're specifically looking at that fertility aspect, those are found to be very effective areas of application as well. Um, and during pregnancy, sometimes we tend to be a little bit more sensitive um, so beings our feet are the furthest away from the mucous membrane, this also makes, like I said, the feet a little bit uh, more of a safe place to apply. When you study reflexology, you learn that all of the body systems are found on the feet. So it's a great catch-all, and you can even target the trigger points to help with certain body issues. You can also apply the oils to the localized area of pain or discomfort, such as like the temples for any kind of head discomfort or the lower back for sciatica issues. So, or if you're having some like upset stomach, things like that, you can apply it directly to the area of issue. You will want to dilute your essential oils to about a 1% dilution ratio when you're pregnant or breastfeeding, especially for those who are very new to essential oils, and this maybe is their first time trying them. This would be about one drop of essential oil to about a tablespoon of carrier oil. For me myself, I have used essential oils before I was pregnant. I used them during my pregnancy, and I used them very much the same but I had used them for probably a year before I got pregnant for the first time when I was using essential oils. Like I said, when I first got started, my fifth child was about three weeks old. And so um, I did my research. I looked into what was safe and, you know, what would work for certain things. And I used them effectively with her and with my other children. And then when I got pregnant about a year after she was born, a little over a year after she was born, um, I had already been using essential oils as part of my daily regimen, so I didn't hesitate too much when I was using um, most essential oils day to day because I, my body had already been accustomed to them and it wasn't something new I was introducing. But when it is something that you're new and introducing, the bottoms of your feet starting low and slow is a good rule of thumb. Um, more is not always better. The same goes for young children and babies. One drop to about a tablespoon and a half of a carrier oil, which would be your fatty oils, your coconut, your jojoba, things along those lines. Uh, sweet almond oil or even grapeseed or olive oil. Diffusing essential oils is another wonderful way to experience the amazing benefits of essential oils. A good place to start is two to three drops in your diffuser. You can also open the bottle if you're having a particular issue and you know a certain oil works well for you, you can open the bottle and just smell it directly out of the bottle, but diffusing is also a really good place to start. Um, ingesting essential oils can be a hot topic. Research shows that you would have to ingest a lot of oils to ever be considered toxic, but what I will say is that this is a personal decision that each individual has to make. I choose to ingest oils when I'm pregnant, nursing, and so on. But if this is not something that you feel comfortable with, 
Um, that's totally your choice as well. What you choose to do with the information um, that you research on is, like I said, totally your decision. And I always encourage people to do their own research and be comfortable with their decisions. That is the benefit of being your own advocate. You get to do the research. You get to listen to what makes you feel comfortable. From my research, it was not something that I hesitated on. I knew the purity and the quality of oils that I was using. So um, for me, lemon was very settling to my stomach in those early months of pregnancy. And so that was something I put in my water frequently. Um, when I just, did, my tummy didn't just feel right for whatever reason, peppermint was something I applied topically. I personally do not have an issue with supply while nursing. So peppermint is not something I held back on. But if you are a person that maybe has an issue with supply because this is your second or third child and you know that you um, struggle with that, peppermint might be something you want to avoid because peppermint is one that will like help you dry up. So dur during the end of your nursing, if baby isn't nursing as much and you're looking for a more comfortable way to help your milk supply dwindle, peppermint is a good oil to rub topically so that you don't have, you know, an overabundance or feel too full and engorged. Um, emotions while pregnant um, is a big thing. You are a little bit more weepy. You are a little bit more excited. Certain things are going to make you, like I said, excited or sad, and it almost gets taken to an extreme at some points. Um, the outside of your ears are a great place for emotional support. So if you check out the VitaFlex charts for your ears, your ears are your emotional um, center. So maybe something you're dealing with your husband or your mother or your children, there are actually certain areas on your ear that you can apply essential oils to help with those emotional woes that you have during pregnancy. So we, a lot of times because of the influx of hormones that are going on, you have this placenta that's taken over for the last nine months, and then you deliver and you have this baby, and all the emotions that come with it postpartum is another great time to be using essential oils for emotional support. And like I said, the ears are like the emotional track area. So when you're dealing with a particular thing, or you're dealing with some sort of sadness, um, or, not, or feeling overwhelmed, Take a look at that ear VitaFlex chart and um, apply those oils where needed for emotional support. So now talking about becoming pregnant, um, I highly recommend finding a holistic doctor or midwife who will run various tests from hormones to a full thyroid panel and sometimes even doing a stool test to check your gut health is a really good idea, especially if you're one who struggles with fertility issues. They are going to look at a little bit deeper into what is causing those issues versus just like running a quick blood test and say, hey, you got low progesterone. That's great and wonderful, but why do you have low progesterone or why do you have, you know, certain numbers off? So finding a holistic doctor, they tend to look at the full picture, not just one area. Um, as far as using essential oils to support your fertility naturally, a great oil to start with is a blend called Endoflex. I personally love this blend. It's very supportive um, and balancing oil. There are tons of testimonies from people who have experienced support with hormones, uh, thyroid and adrenal um, issues due to stress or cycle change simply by using this oil regularly, applying it to your VitaFlex points two to th three times daily. This is actually an oil that I carry in my pocket a lot because 
when you have a lot of kids or when you just had a baby and your emotions and everything are all over the place, this is a great combination of oils that is going to help you feel more grounded. This is going to help um, your pituitary and your pineal gland to function optimally. I like to keep this in a roll-on because it makes it quick and easy for application, but it's also one that I keep next to my nightstand at night just because a drop or two on my wrist and then applied right around my neck is a good area. Um, I know that a lot of moms, if you ask, adrenal fatigue is a big thing. So taking that essential oil and applying it right over your adrenals, the Endoflex is great. It contains nutmeg, and nutmeg is great for supporting your energy levels and um, fatigue adrenals. I would also recommend if you are trying to get pregnant and having some difficulties that you observe your cycles. Your cycles and charting them is going to contain clues as to what we need to balance. Do you get headaches right before your period and at ovulation? Do you have hot flashes? Do you notice more hair loss in a certain point during your cycle? These can all be signs that your body may need some additional um, or added proper encouragement. Clary Sage, Dragon Time, both of these can be very helpful in supporting this uh, maintaining a normal functioning cycle. And this is just to support your body, not to like fix a particular problem. But if you're noticing some of these issues, this is something that is going to be, like I said, very supportive of that area. Applying to the outside and inside of your uh, ankle bone and to the top of your foot. These are going to stimulate um, your reproductive systems. And like I said, again, take a look at that Vitaflex, at the different Vitaflex points and apply that as needed to those areas. If you have heavy periods, clots, cramping, these can be a sign of low progesterone and or estrogen dominance. Um, age, stress, and other factors all take a toll on our natural cycles. Many find support and relief using this amazing blend we have called Progesterone Plus. Uh, people will call it PMP for short. This is a natural progesterone supplement. It is made with wild yams, and it was created by Dr. Purser. He has some great information out there. I highly recommend checking him out. But what he did was he did a, an extended study of women, and what he found was that most women nowadays are estrogen dominant or also known as um, having low progesterone levels. This um, supplement can benefit many of us um, who are wanting to promote the best results when conceiving and sustaining pregnancies. A lot of times when we have um, early miscarriages, for me personally, it was due to the fact that my progesterone levels were so low, my body couldn't naturally maintain a pregnancy at that point in my life because my hormones were completely out of whack. Um, so, a lot of people will see 180 degree turns from the heavy, crampy PMS to barely noticing it, um, being acne ridden to pimple free. This can be a huge help. We don't realize because of the amount of soy and things along those lines that are in our food supply, it actually causes this estrogen dominance. And we're seeing it even in men where they have low testosterone levels due to estrogen dominance. And when we have those... It, um, that estrogen dominance, we also get the low progesterone. So this is a big all around thing. So even watching your food and seeing how much soy you're taking in, I mean, avoiding soy at all cost is a great idea. But they've even said that eating one organic carrot a day can help 
reduce the effects of the estrogen we eat. So grabbing yourself a bag of carrots every week at the grocery store and chomping down one every day, it's A, it's healthy for you, but B, it's going to help the negative effects we have from the estrogen dominance around us. Lastly, on fertility, consider adding citrus oils like lemon, grapefruit, and citrus fresh. Our liver's function is to process and eliminate irregularities or toxins and imbalances in our bodies. So promoting a healthy liver and lymph system in turn supports our fertility. You can apply directly to the liver area, diffuse um, or drink, and apply to your VitaFlex points as well. A few other supplements that I do recommend are dandelion root, milk thistle, and red raspberry leaf tea. These are great for liver support. These are also great for female hormone support. Ylang ylang is also a great catch-all essential oil for supporting hormone health. It can be a little bit sensitive to the skin, so this might be one that you want to dilute with your carrier oil, like your jojoba oil. I don't have an issue with it personally, so it's one that I actually kind of use like a perfume, and I'll just grab a drop and apply it to my wrists and then around my neck, and it has a very, I like the smell of it, and I feel like it just helps, you know, helps me smell pretty, and it's going to help with some of those other areas as well. As always, when you are using essential oils, I highly recommend doing research on your own because you are your own advocate and you are the one that is going to have to make the final decision as to whether this is something you're comfortable with. In closing, I highly recommend the book Gentle Babies by Deborah Rayburn. I also love the book Evidence-Based Essential Oil Therapy by Dr. Scott Johnson. Both of these books are great resources for using essential oils not only during your pregnancy, but after baby's born and just for any, especially Dr. Scott's book, for just anybody who's looking for ways to improve their overall health and well-being. I also highly recommend that you go out and find a doctor that is well-versed in natural care. So finding a natural-based doctor or a natural-based midwife, both of these are going to be highly beneficial in having the birth that you want or having the help with your fertility needs in a more natural light. Join me next time to learn a little bit more about how to use essential oils through the birthing process and even on your little ones once they're born. This is podcast number four with Simple Blessings and Oils, Pregnancy, Birth, and Beyond. You can find the show notes at www.simpleblessingsandoilspodcast.com. You can also find me on Facebook at Simple Blessings and Oils. As always, be grateful and have faith. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Simple Blessings and Oils. Visit me at simpleblessingsandoils.com or on Facebook at Simple Blessings and Oils. Simple Blessings and Oils is a